Hello, and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. Today's show features another magnificent moxie chat. The mission of this series is to shine a light on the stories of divine, brilliant leaders who are taking risks, pushing through challenges, and living their best life out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. If you are ready to learn and laugh together, you are in the right place at the right time. As an empowerment consultant myself, as well as an author and international speaker, my daily intention is to speak truth wrapped in grace with divine sides of sass, moxie, and fire. This show is a place for me to share encouraging, empowering stories to ignite your self-talk and sprinkle wisdom to help you define and refine your best self. Are you ready to lean in and learn from a courageous, gracious, tenacious, and absolutely vivacious lioness? Grab your favorite beverage and let's do this. Hello, everyone. It's Friday. It is Fierce Female Friday, and it's a Moxie Chat Day. Yes, we are winning. We are winning in all sorts of ways, um, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we are going to talk about a magnificent courageous, gracious, tenacious, vivacious woman, Ms. Dina Jones. Uh, You read a little bit about her in the promo that I sent out. And oh my goodness, I am so excited for you to meet this amazing woman. I love to read random things that people write about themselves online. And so today it's the 140 characters she uses on Twitter to describe herself. So Dina is a wealth builder, a real estate enthusiast, an active philanthropist, a connector of champions, an innovative strategist, and an empowering leader. Welcome to the Moxie Chat Show, Dina. You are our people. Thank you. (laughs) I love all of those terms. Uh, I'm sure at least four or five of them connected with every single person who will watch us live, who will watch the replay and or experience the uh, podcast episode. So, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So let's let's start out with talking about what is on your heart. What is just every time you talk to someone, what is that thing that you are talking about right now? Oh, gosh. Um, Right now, I'm talking a lot about being kind to yourself. Uh, I think there is a lot of, I mean, obviously, we've been in this pandemic for over six months. And um, one of those things that you have to give yourself during this season, in my opinion, is a whole lot of kindness and more grace than usual. (laughs) And what does that look like for you when you say, you know, giving yourself a little extra love and a little extra grace? Like, what are you doing right now that is filling that for you? So I started um, off with just kind of building a new habit, which was before I actually start my day, um, which used to be, you know, you start your day, you get ready, you jump in the car, you drive across town. (laughs) Um, I just decided to take that extra time that I don't have in my car and do something kind for myself in the morning before 
the whole world starts on fire, you know? So um, <laughs> some, some days that's going swimming, believe it or not, we can still do that here in Arizona because it's still pretty warm. Um, <laughs> some days it's a little yoga. Um, some days it's, you know, making some great tea. I mean, it's just kind of doing something every single day intentionally to fill me up before I'm out there putting out fires. <laughs> Yes. Well, and, and you are known in your circles. So we met in person at the Awesome Females Conference that Bernice Ross hosts every year. Well, we love Bernice. Yes. She she hosted it virtually this year, but we met in person actually in your state. Yes. Uh, and it is ripping hot there. I do <laughs> not know how you do it. I mean, I get that there's the whole we don't go outside during X and X and Y, but still it is full fall here in the pacific northwest the leaves are red and orange and yellow and green and indigo and purple uh, the only thing that's blue really is the hydrangea and the, the sky every other day ish <laughs> but we got the rainbow here right now and it's boots and hats and berets and all of the things that I know you love too. Yes, cozy things. Yes, cozy things, things that make us feel cuddled. And I think we could all, this year with everything happening, we've got the pandemic on top of that, the craziness around the election. I think everyone's feeling like we need our own whoobies. Mm. <laughs> like we need that. And I love your list of, you know, the variety of things that you do, as you know, one of the things that I, I wrote about in the, in the book, but that I talk about a lot is our soul tank and creating soul sessions for ourselves. And sometimes it's two, three, four, 10 times a day <laughs> that we have to do that because we, and we know when we need it, right? We know when those cranky pants and the snappity snap responses start coming <laughs> out. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Uh huh. <laughs> now you mentioned getting in the car and going. So you and and I recall us talking earlier this year, and you were like, "Yeah, we're still like moving around." Like <laughs> yes, we did when we were uh, with the book club. We were talking about yeah. Uh, yeah, our offices. You know, they've stayed open the whole time, and you know, the sales and marketing team are working remotely still, but um, doing some in person stuff. Um, I don't know if we, it was just kind of like late to hit us or or what happened, but um, definitely we were out and about for a while, <laughs> and now I think people are out and about again. A lot. I mean, there's a lot more cars on the road <laughs> when I whenever I go anywhere. Yeah, same here. Uh, I mean, we're, we are definitely because Seattle was the, the first place that was really hit or like the original vortex, if you will. Yes. We've been in our homes since really since the end of February for us, like our last out like date night with friends before the pandemic hit was leap day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, we've seen them a few times since. And, you know, like we're venturing out to the people who are in our pod. Yes. And we're like, okay, so here are the rules. Let's keep it clean, right? If you go, if you get on a plane, if, you know, you go in front of a lot of people, like just two weeks until we can see each other. And I, I think it's it, it's working for us for sure. Um, you know, it makes, it makes us feel comfortable. But I did go to the doctor's yesterday for my annual physical, oh, you know? Oh, yes, yes. That sounds it fun. it was packed. <laughs> Well, that was probably that, that was one of those that it was it wasn't like a mandatory thing, so they were probably closed for a while. So now everybody's playing catch up. Yeah, I mean, I, I love my doctor. I our 
insurance had switched for a couple of years. And so I hadn't seen her and she's like, we usually hug and we're like, Oh, we can't yeah. hug. Like we're like blowing kisses at each other through our masks. Right. Um, but she was saying, yeah, it's, it, it's been busy there for the last couple of weeks. And I think it's exactly to your point that people are finally getting caught up on, you know, their, their health visits you know, it's still weird. Everyone has masks on and there's hand sanitizer everywhere, but <laughs> I feel more comfortable being out than I did even four weeks ago. So that, I'm, I'm grateful that for that. Because I think that that's the sentiment of everybody right now. They're a lot more comfortable. Why? Why do you think we're more comfortable now than a month ago? I think that, well, for me, I don't really have to go out that often, but I know that I think I, I felt yesterday that everyone here has a mask on yeah like you don't see people without like they've all just kind of said all right we're doing this and so I've been out a couple of times and I've seen it every single time I've been out and so I'm like all right everyone's good to go here they're wearing their mask for me I'm wearing my mask for them we're all coexisting here we've got this because for a while there, people were fighting it. You know, I mean, even here, they were fighting it. They were like, what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, I wear a seatbelt for myself and, you know, for my family so that if I get in an accident, I don't die. I'll protect them. And I, I feel like that's a, a big sentiment. Not to say that everyone in my state wears a mask, but everywhere I've gone, they, they are. And that I think that's what makes me feel comfortable is that people are doing what they can while living their lives. And they're being responsible about it, like exactly what you said. I think you're totally right. We dressed up for um, Halloween, our uh, sales team, and we went and visited our offices. And we, our costume was the 1920s because we all kind of just want this year to be behind us. <laughs> Get rid of 2020. And I was joking about, you know, when I grew up, like I went through my grandma's like old clothes and play dress up, right? So what's going to happen when people go through our old clothes in the 2020s? It's just going to be like work from home gear and masks. That's so true. I mean, we were talking uh, in the green room about the boots and beret season. And you're like, I love boots, but we're like in barefoot season right now and the boots have become accessories and and I was sharing that you know I love to I love my rings and so I have this little this little bowl of some of my favorite rings sitting in my office because well I want to see them and they're works of art and I used to wear them when I would go out of the house but now I'm like hey they're they've become now little beautiful bowls of art <laughs> which is fun. Um, also, you joy. Yes. Also lipsticks. So um, before we go too far, I, I want to share that we are both wearing the sexiest beauty. I'm, I'm guessing at some point Heather's going to pop in because she is a um, moxie licious fan. Um, what color are you wearing today? Today I am wearing cha-cha and then I have the clear glass on top. Yes. Cha-cha-cha. So so I asked you earlier, like, do you know what the original name for Cha-Cha was? And I, I, I do not know. <laughs> it was originally called Nice Melons. <laughs> Isn't that great? Honey, uh, and why did they rename it? Um, you know, I think that <laughs> I don't want to speak for exactly why they did it, but it's the same same reason why S-proof yes. is S-proof and not sex-proof. 
Ah. And, uh, <laughs> but anyways, I think it's fun to have the insider information that you're actually wearing nice melons. Um, I love that color. I, it's fiery and red. Yes. And it's just, it is, it's juicy. Like when I put it on, I was like, oh, this is a juicy color. Yeah, it's definitely fun. So thank you, Heather. I'm so glad that they came in time for me to wear them with Deborah today. Yes. So um, I am, I did a little different style today. I did darker eyes. They're fabulous. <laughs> and I'm wearing Girl Crush. This is one of their nudes. Um, I also am wearing the shiny lip gloss because I love it. I love the combination of being able to have a matte lipstick and or have a shiny lipstick. Um, and for those of you who I'm going to put this into the show stream, um, you can always get access to these lipsticks. Um, by the way, this is not a MLM. <laughs> I don't make money on talking about this. I just love to talk about things I love to wear and enjoy. Um, you can order these lipsticks and use the Moxie 20 code at checkout and save a little moolah. So you can buy uh, an extra one if you want or save some money to have, uh, you know, a, a little something, something on your, your next trip outside of the house. <laughs> I love it. Well, I also love that they're mask proof. I mean, I've definitely been, um, having a struggle when, you know, you go to be out somewhere and then your lipstick's like all over your face by the time you get to where you're supposed to be and you take your mask off. So um, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, I, I've worn it to the dentist now and to the doctors. And the dentist, of course, they're pulling and tugging on your lips. And I wore Warrior Red. I was like, I'm trying this. I'm testing this. And it totally worked. <laughs> and then yesterday at the doctor's office, basically you keep your mask on the entire time you're there. Except for when she has, she, you know, they're, they're doing the stroke tests, right? So you're like, you have to close your mouth and blow your cheeks open. <laughs> like <laughs> you, uh, like you have to keep your mask on. And I took my mask off and she's like, wow. <laughs> Her lipstick's still on. I'm like, yeah, look, it's not inside the mask either. Isn't this amazing? Uh, she's not a, a lipstick wearer, but she was like, hey, send me that information because I have a lot of women who come in here who are so frustrated by the fact that their lipstick flies right off. Uh, <laughs> I can totally relate. Yes, yes. Well, and, you know, if you wear really bold colors, it, you know, you're wearing them on your chin, and your teeth. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's just a nightmare. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> I also love that for October, she did, you know, donations to breast cancer, which is yes. really cool. They came right in time for that. Yes, exactly. Well, and so they raised, I think, a little over a thousand dollars for the for breast cancer awareness in October. But nonstop when people buy the Warrior Red, ten dollars for that always goes to that charity. So, oh. um, yeah, yeah, that, which is great. It's called beautiful self. I, I, I should remember that by now. I've said it so many times. It just flies out. So if you're here, Heather, drop that into the comments and let us know what the name of the breast cancer awareness group is that you are so passionate about, but yeah. So all year round warrior red, $10 a tube goes towards breast cancer awareness and the Moxie 20 is all year round as well, because like I said, she's, a, she's a Moxie fan. And so we want everyone to have lots of opportunities to wear S proof. Ooh, 
shiny as proof. Yes, super fun. Um, so now that we've gotten things like filling our soul tank and joy and lipstick and boots <laughs> and berets, I would love to dig into Dina. Who is Dina Jones? And so I always send a, a few questions to my guests ahead of time to kind of let you know where we're going to go with this. And I love the first question. It is a, a community, a fire up community favorite. And that is, how do you define success? <laughs> and I think I was laughing when I had to fill that out because is there really one definition for success? Um, <laughs> well, you know? there, there isn't. That's the beauty. That's that's the fun of the question, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, I think, you know, it's really when I am able to make an impact on somebody else and help them achieve their goals, that definitely um, makes me feel successful. So I think I said something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, here's here's the reality. Over the last couple decades, as I've been either um, training or mentoring real estate agents and entrepreneurs, one of the things and, and one of the reasons really behind asking this question is proof positive of what I've been saying for the last uh, few decades, which is stop looking at other people's version of success right? Define it for yourself. Because when you define it for yourself, then you stop comparing your own success to other people's because that's theirs and you've got yours. And it, it, there's a motivation that fires from the inside out when you define your, your success and then you start to see it, right? You trigger your reticular activating system and just like when you say, oh, I'm going to buy a, a white SUV, you see white SUVs everywhere, <laughs> yeah. right? It's the same with your success. If you say my success is around helping others, you know, reach their potential, helping others, mm -hmm. you know, reach their own success and being part of that journey with them, it fills you. Then you start to see it in every conversation you have, every post you make, every letter you send. Uh, and that brings the joy, right? The joy meter, your soul tank fills right up and then you can serve people again at your best and highest. So I love that. Uh, I also love asking about the three words that people used to describe themselves. And I thought it was really fun how you, your first response to that was only three. <laughs> you have mastered self-love. Congratulations. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. That is, that is something Loving to be Loving others are here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's so beautiful. So tell us um, about the words that, that come to mind. They don't have to be the ones that we've already talked through if you don't want to. But what words do you find like make you joyful when you're thinking about describing yourself? Uh, creative. Definitely in anything that I touch, I just love to kind of, I love to create. So that's definitely the, I think that was the first one on my list. And I think pretty much everybody that knows me would probably agree. <laughs> yes, I would definitely agree. You know, and here's the thing. One of the, the other things that you talk about in your bio and anybody who knows you has experienced is your passion for serving your community, your giving back, your the, the philanthropic side of who you are. And I think that is a perfect time to talk about these. 
Oh, yeah. With your creative side and your passion for philanthropy. Um, these, I actually won these at an auction. <laughs> <laughs> a very flary auction. It was a very, very flary. So tell us about this creative outlet that you have and you share with the world. So um, that is a mala, which is the necklace that you are holding up. And yes. this particular one um, I made for the Awesome Female Conference. Um, we do a virtual, well, this year was a virtual um, fundraiser. And I just kind of like digested the agenda for everybody that was speaking and kind of the whole conference, which encompassed the words connection, strength, love, peace, uh, stability, support, wisdom, and grounding. Mm -hmm. And basically just used stones that kind of incorporated all of that to create that peace. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, it, I, I love the way they feel in my hands. I love that there's different textures. I love that there's different little icons and there's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I, I love that you have connected the dots, right, between something that you're passionate about and um, something that defines who you are, which is that creative. So creating things for your community. And you also do that really, you do that in your, in your business, in your job as well, right? You have figured out how to red thread your why, into your career, which is not your own business. No, right? <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not. Uh, let's let's talk about that. Like the, how you've woven in your your purpose and and your creativity into your your career as well. Yeah, it's funny because you know in the past, um, I mean, I've had my own businesses, and you know, I um, have practiced every facet of real estate. From you know, I started in new home sales and kind of moved to the world of short sales because that's where the market went. Yes, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Did uh, you know commercial a little bit, and then kind of moved into land development, and you know. Nobody would have told me, you know, way back in the day, hey, you can impact the world in a bigger way without having your own business and having the support of a Fortune, you know, 500 company. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing. I think the community that, you know, we serve, which is real estate professionals, um, you know, primarily in, in Arizona, having the ability to work and support so many different charities that many of our clients are, you know, supporting is really amazing. And also bringing people into supporting charities that have never done it before. That's also like a game changer for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Well, and again, you're weaving in all of these things that you live out loud and you're helping other people do that in a really fun way, right? It's in Absolutely. a creative way, but in a fun way. I mean, anybody who is connected to you on social media knows you like to have fun. And fun was yes. another one of the words you used <laughs> yes. to describe yourself. I mean, when and wherever I've seen you, whether it was in Arizona or in, uh, I think I saw you in, I was in Vegas for the yep. Inman event. Like you are blinged out. It's likely you have something shining or blinky on you maybe have a tiara or some sort of like diamond encrusted headband <laughs> of some sort like you are not to be missed 
right? Your creativity and your fun, it's apparent. You can feel it in your presence. You sprinkle joy wherever you go. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. I mean, I think that we need that right now because we need to keep our tanks full because we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do in our industry. We have a lot of work to do in our country and women speak life. And when we do it with passion and we do it with joy, we lift that vibration, right? We raise the vibration and it allows those people who are feeling a little low or a little dull to tap into your sparkle. And that's, you know, that is super important. I think people often forget that, that are the sparkly ones, right? It's like, well, isn't everyone like this? (laughs) Well, we all need a little bit more sparkle in our life, you know? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So creative and fun. What's the third other third I think word? The third was curious. And and that could be possibly the most important word, just because I believe that curiosity takes you places, right? So um, life isn't just black and white. So if you can kind of stay a little bit more in the sparkle zone and stay curious, then (laughs) it it just, you know, it enhances all of your relationships. It enhances communication. Um, You know, just staying curious, even if you have a different opinion than somebody. Um, I think that's just super, super important. And boy, isn't that true. You know, um, as we're recording this, it's Friday, November 6th. It's election week in 2020. And, you know, whether you're listening to this now live or tomorrow or in 10 years, this this week will go down in history. I mean, it's it's a tumultuous this whole year. Will. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, exactly. And this year has been a time for people to not only real life back in. Right. Like learn about not only who they are, but who they're married to, who they love. You know, parents are are getting to know their children more than ever. And even pre-pandemic, parents in the the 21st century spend 50 percent more time with their children than people did in the 50s, 60s and 70s, even 80s. Wow. And I know, right? And That's surprising. <laughs> it is it is surprising until you think as children of the 70s and 80s, we would get home from school, we'd put our backpacks down, maybe get a snack, and we'd be outside until the lights went off. I mean, the lights went on and then the lights went off, right? We'd <laughs> watch for the <laughs> you know, on our street, everybody had a light in front of the house and when those started, you know, flashing it was like it was time to come in. And that was hours, right? Where we were out of the house, like mom's home, but we're out of the house. And so it it makes sense when you think about um, when you think about it from that perspective, right? Like we could safely be outside without parental uh, supervision. Um, supervision. It was safe. It was, yeah. safe. It, was it was safe. And I don't I don't. I mean, who, who knows? I'm sure there's lots of other studies. I'm not a parent. I don't pay a ton of attention to that. I pay attention to what my women, the women I empower are telling me. And whereas before everything was so haggard, right? It was so hurried. There was so much hustle happening that they were having to hustle at work and then hustle to get home and then hustle to get dinner done and then hustle to get all, all of the homework done. And then, you know, wrangling everybody like they, they were 
exhausted on a very different level. And, and I think that there's been some uh, recharging of the battery, even though we're, we're in our homes, there is a joyful side to that. Absolutely. Hi there. Yep. You're listening to the fire up podcast. We'll be right back to the show after this quick break. Are you ready to fire up your mindset and experience your best days and years yet? Sign up today and receive 52 moxie-filled affirmations to fire you up. Each Monday, one will magically appear in your inbox to try on for the week. Head on over to debratrapin.com slash moxieaffirmations and join the thousands of divine humans on the journey to confidently live their best lives out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. Again, it's debratrapin.com slash moxieaffirmations. And now back to the show. Oh, for sure. I think one of the coolest things for me that's kind of come through the season is definitely the ability to slow down. We have no choice, right? But also, you know, just starting new habits and new like traditions throughout this whole thing. So the first week, um, my mom, she's hilarious, tons of energy, tons of fun definitely where I get a lot of my, you know, fun side from. But she was like, I think this quarantine is, you know, for the birds. So we're going to just start quarantining on Friday and have all the neighbors come over, socially distance in the driveway and, you know, have cocktails. And so as (laughs) things progressed and our circle got smaller because people just kind of stuck to their own, you know, families, we've just kept up doing our, you know, Friday Friday dinners every week. And it's just been really fun. Yeah. Well, again, I think that has to do with the fact that we aren't doing all the travel. We don't have all of the, you know, happy hours that, that we feel pressure to go to that are happening two or three nights a week. Um, and, and we're actually able to spend when we're blessed to live close to our family, we're spending more time with them. You know, I, my, my folks are in California. I don't, I haven't seen them since Christmas. Uh, I mean, on Zoom, I see them, but, but I haven't seen them. And it's not looking great for Christmas. You know, I mean, it's, it's not looking great for us because, you know, they live in a, a full retirement community. Oh yeah. And so it's, you know, honoring, honoring their neighbors is also something that we want to make sure we're doing. And so we'll see, I mean, we'll figure out a way to make something happen. But my, my mom and I were talking yesterday and she's like, man, after this is all over, we're going to have a, we're going to have a big Christmas. And I'm like, I think we're going to have an everything party. (laughs) I totally love that. Yes. Like all the birthdays, all the holidays, everything that we pushed pause on for 2020, it's all good. We're going to hit play and it's going to be crazy and it's going to be wonderful and it's going to be fun. And you know, maybe we'll rent a house, a couple houses somewhere, maybe in Tahoe or something fun and just spend a, a, a good week together, you know, cooking and laughing and enjoying each other because woof. <laughs> I think we're all ready for like a really great vacation. <laughs> yes, that isn't that isn't filled with masks and tension. Yes. Of yes. Like, what is this area like? Does this place clean their, their stuff? I mean, we've gone to a couple of... Um, like vacation homes. And even though it like, they're like, Oh, our, here's our COVID cleaning. Like I'm cleaning it. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's a no brainer. <laughs> I mean, I would do that before, but it would be like light switches and remote controls. 
Yes. Now it's like everything I'm going to, you know, <laughs> and, and part of that will die down. Part of that, we're, you know, we're learning it's really airborne. I'm not going to catch it from a Doritos bag. Um, <laughs> but I like with my faith, why not err on believing that if everything has potential, like why not just clean it? Yeah. There's no harm in making it cleaner. There's no harm in making it cleaner. None whatsoever. Uh, so we have curious, we have creative, we have fun. Um, I know that you added in a couple others like sassy and energetic, and I'm certain everyone is feeling that from you. Um, I love knowing that this legacy comes from your mom. That's very, very sweet. I think that's fantastic. I <laughs> Yeah, we call her no filter because you just never oh. know what's going to come out of her mouth. And <laughs> and she doesn't have a filter. Well, I think that filters are overrated unless it's recorded. Unless right? it's on part of your mask, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little filter inserts we have to use now. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I think that you know, speaking your mind, I, my personal tagline is I speak truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie and fire. And, and the, the wrapped in grace part is the, the important part to me. Like I'm always yeah. going to tell the truth. However, I think that there's a way to tell the truth and to speak your truth without, you know, going crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, however, I don't always see that as a filter. I see that as, like I said, like wrapping things in grace Just because we kind. do need to, yeah, we need to, we need to tell each other how it is. Otherwise we end up on the wrong path with a bunch of people who we really don't share things in common with. We don't care for love or honor their values. So I think, I think that's fun. I, my mom has, my mom does have a filter. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking on the phone. <laughs> if it's just the two of us, we we share it all. But uh, yeah, I, I love that. I love knowing that. I love that. Yeah, I, it's such a blessing that you're able to be close to her. Have you always been in Arizona? Yes. I uh, born and raised here. I've tried escaping a few times, but it's never stuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely home. I love that. Um, I've been all over the place. I was born in Minnesota, raised in California, and I've lived here in the Seattle area for almost 20 years now, which is, wow. seems insane. We got here in 2002. Um, so yeah, 18 years this June. Uh, it, it went by fast. Are you guys ever leaving? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I love it here. We have all of the seasons in moderation. Right. So it never gets too hot. Like our hot days are like 85. Oh, <laughs> yes. And our cold days are perfect because they're, again, berets and boots and scarves and, you know, wraps and all of those things. And so you get all of the seasons, but we don't ever get, you know, 50 inches of snow <laughs> at once. Um, you don't have to shovel your driveway. No. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we have sometimes where, you know, it comes down pretty heavy, but I mean, no one's leaving then. Like yeah. everyone's working from home and this year, like bring the snow on, you know, yeah, like no we're kidding. all here anyways. <laughs> it's like a winter wonderland when it's out there and there's something very peaceful about that white. Um, we do love it here. My husband does love the sun and the heat. So I'm, I'm guessing at some point in our lives, we'll, whether we split time between here and somewhere else, you know, maybe be snowbirds somewhere, who knows? I mean, we're open. We don't have kids. We have dogs. So it's pretty easy for us to 
pack up and go, which is fun. Who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll move to Paris or Italy or, you know, something along the way. Anything can happen. (laughs) Anything can happen. That's right. That's right. Well, and, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, we talked about at the beginning of the show, which is, you know, what, what are you doing to take care of yourself? I also love to know, uh, and inspire the the community with ways to fill our soul tank. How, like, what are the, some of the things that you do that fill your soul sessions? What does that look like for you? Well, um, back when we were vacationing, it was definitely, you know, going to the beach. <laughs> um, but lately, um, I would say, you know, hiking, I, we've got a lot of great places to hike. Um, I love reading. I love, I mean, I'm a closet introvert. Uh, so for those of you who are, who know me, um, (laughs) you probably don't believe that, but it's true. Um, so I do actually get pretty energized during this season being home. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, I think you're probably a bit like me. You're an ambivert. (laughs) <laughs> right. You, you have the ability to, you know, yeah. put yourself out there and enjoy it. Uh, and yet <laughs> you still enjoy that quiet time. I think part of enjoying quiet time as well, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, is loving yourself and loving to spend time with yourself and taking yourself on dates and uh, enjoying the silence and the conversation you can hold with yourself in your own mind. And that takes work, Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Paying attention to that still small voice. Sometimes she can be a bit sassy. Um, (laughs) But, you know, that's why we have wonderful friends like you in our lives, right? We can have these fun conversations. Um, I I love the, the idea of hiking. I love, of course, the beach. And you mentioned Coronado Island. Yes. So that's just like family vacation since I was a kid. We just go every summer. And this was like the first one that we skipped. Um, I did get over there for a day, but my parents didn't. Um, So definitely a different year. I can't wait to go back next year. Yeah, we actually hosted uh, Woman Up 2019 on Coronado Island. Yes, at Lowe's, right? At the Lowe's, yeah. And it was spectacular. I mean, the sunsets were, whoa! I mean... Oh my, they were like postcards. Yeah. And you're living in the postcard. Yeah. It's so <laughs> amazing. So amazing. I totally get that. Um, I'm, I'm much more, I, I prefer to vacation where there isn't the, the need to wear um, sundresses or bathing suits. I like to travel in the fall. Um, I like to, I love walking through Paris or going to Italy when I can, can be bundled up. I don't, I don't actually don't really know why that is. I think part of it is I don't like to be hot. And so in, unless it's a no go anywhere, just sit by a pool, I'm hot and kind of cranky. (laughs) (laughs) So, So traveling kind of in the off season totally works for me. And so I love that there's a balance, right? Like you go hang out at the beach. I'll go hang out at the Louvre in my, my hats and scarves and the the world balances itself out, right? We're not all at the same time. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you also have a passion for marketing. 
Yes. And again, as we talked earlier in the show, you have really mastered the art of weaving in your purpose and your passions into your career. And the marketing side of things is really where I see that coming out. So what what is it about creating those campaigns that gets you so fired up? I I love helping people grow their business. I mean, creating something for somebody where they're stuck um, that actually produces results is super fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the strategy behind it, um, you know, like diving deep into what somebody's goals are and trying, what are they trying to accomplish? And then filling in the gaps to figure out how to get them there sooner than later is just super fun for me. So growth excites me. Um, help it's again, it comes down to helping other people achieve, you know, something that they're trying to get to, um, and then using my creative outlet to get them there. I love it. I imagine that your clients and your connections are listening to this thinking we are so blessed because they're all so different too, which I love again, scrolling down your social media stream, you see it. You see what you share, what's, you know, what really does fire you up. I think that's so beautiful. Uh, and then your, the last item on your soul sessions list was like so good. It was Netflix with <laughs> homemade popcorn and great wine. I yeah. think that's so great. It's very similar <laughs> to mine. I just don't, I can't drink red wine and popcorn uh, together. It just, my, my mouth becomes Flavor fire. <laughs> um, I, so I am all about Prosecco and popcorn. Ooh, I was going to say maybe bubbles. Yes. So, so good. Super salty, crunchy popcorn. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So let's, um, let's kind of wrap ourselves up here and do some rapid fire. Um, But before we get into the rapid fire, one of the things that brought us together was um, our love of the one word. Yes. The what, what's your one word? And I remember the look on your face when you were talking about the one word. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, me too. And I do this whole thing. I create either an acrostic or an acronym related to the word. And you were like, oh my goodness, I love this. It was like we were soul sisters around this concept of having a guiding light, that word that you go to back and forth. So um, I don't want to miss the opportunity to talk about what word guided you in 2020 and still is. Yeah, it's still absolutely. Um, I I actually think that, you know, it's your guide for this year, but then you just kind of take it into the next one too, yes. um, which is super fun. I think this is my eighth um, word. And for 2020, it was the word inspire. Um, and it still is the word inspire. And I think, you know, for me that it's taken on many <laughs> different definitions throughout the year. Yes. Um, but really it's, you know, I have to do things that inspire me first so that I can go out and inspire others. And during, you know, the virtual world, um, finding creative ways to inspire others is definitely, it's been a challenge. It's been a fun (laughs) challenge. I mean, you know, doing things we've never done before, like virtual fundraisers and things like that. I mean, it's definitely um, different. And, you know, I never thought we could do that, but it's, it has and it's worked and it's making a positive impact in the community. And so that's what <laughs> I know, you know, I think, I think that's one, one of the wonderful things that we are learning is th- that we are resilient. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, not, not everyone is gifted with that. There are some people who are really having a hard time right yes. now. And I don't, I don't want to um, brush over that lightly. Like I know there are people who are experiencing anxiety and depression and hopefully they have people like you and like me in their worlds who see them and know them and are showing up for them. Right. Because there is a a very dark side to being sheltered in place if you don't live with someone who loves you and respects you and values you as a human being. So I say prayers for those people every single day. If you are listening to this and you have not seen the posts and heard this in the past, remember that asking for information about the soap I just made or the banana bread that I just made. Those are great call signs when people need help. Also, uh, there is a huge campaign out there for people who are experiencing domestic violence right now where you you sign the word help when you're doing uh, FaceTimes. So there are there's a couple of different kind of call signs or bat signals for anyone who is experiencing domestic violence right now. And, you know, I'm always paying attention to that when I'm FaceTiming with people or doing any kind of a video. I'm also watching for people pacing around, listening to everything that's happening. That's a pretty good sign something's happening. Um, and and I think that, again, when we are aware of those things and we we as the light carriers and those who do people come to be uplifted, it's such a great responsibility that we have to really pay attention and and listen between the lines. And I love that part of your ability to inspire them is is that magnet, right? Is that those people do come to you, Dina. Absolutely. And I hope they do. I mean, if there's anybody that's watching this that's out there that needs, you know, a friend or somebody to encourage them, i absolutely would encourage you to reach out to me or Deborah or any of the wonderful people in our tribe, because this isn't easy for, for anybody. And, and yeah. there are different struggles for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all, in, we're, we're all in this together. Uh, we're better together. I like to say together we roar. Uh, and <laughs> right, right. Some, sometimes we need a little bit more roar. Sometimes we need, we're, we're more of a meow, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it all works to serve the greater good. Okay. Are you ready for a bit of rapid fire? Sure. Okay. So first question is what is on your nightstand? Oh goodness. So many things. Um, <laughs> right now there is a cell phone charger. That's like a sanitizer. <laughs> It's got the UV light thing. Oh my goodness. That's great. (laughs) That's kind of fun. Um, An infuser so that there's always different aromatherapy smells. Um, A lamp. I'm probably, I think that's that's about it. I love it. (laughs) You have a UV light sanitizer (laughs) for your phone charger. That's a first on the show. (laughs) That is definitely another signal to the time we are in. And candle. There's a candle there too. Excellent. Um, yes. What's your favorite movie? Oh gosh. Favorite movie? I don't know that I have a one favorite movie. Um, I will tell you what I've enjoyed during um, this season has actually been exploring all of the variety of movies on Netflix. Um, and during this season, my favorite thing to watch is definitely a Hallmark Christmas movie. Ah, you and my mom both. Um, We actually have a great woman in our our community, in the Power Women community, Valerie Alexander, who wrote a 
she she wrote a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh. And it's in like the top 10 and there it's it's I think the first Hallmark Christmas movie to actually have a diverse lead character, right? Most of them are white blonde people. <laughs> When you, I've never now, even paid attention to that. Now part. that I said that, you're going to be like, "Oh my God, Deborah, you are so right." The diversity in those movies is <gasps> awful, um, but hers is hers has great diversity in it. Um, and my mom was just saying, "Has anybody started watching their Hallmark Christmas?" We movie? totally have. Mm, yeah, <laughs> she's there. She's she's found a kindred soul. I love it. Um, yes. Okay, sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Dark or milk chocolate. Oh, very dark. Yeah, for sure. Dark, rich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite beverage? Uh, a good red wine. Mm. Absolutely. Love that. Do you have a favorite vintner? I like it all for different reasons. <laughs> I mean, I like red Zins. Um, if we're talking Napa, Rumbauer, probably nickel and nickel is pretty yummy. Yes. Yeah. You you like your chocolate dark and your cabs thick. Jamming. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, if you could share a glass of your favorite red with anyone alive or dead, who would it be? Jesus. Mm, right. His first <laughs> miracle was turning water to wine. So, you know, he'd have a glass with you. Sister. <laughs> if I put you on a stage with a microphone, what topic would you teach? Today, it would be um, just how to thrive during the pandemic. Mm. Good. I love it. Uh, What would you be doing right now if money were no object? Sitting right here with you. (laughs) You're so sweet. (laughs) Um, Now, uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Fly. You'd fly. Okay. I'd love to fly because then I could be anywhere I wanted instantly. I love that. I don't think anybody's ever said fly. No traffic, nothing. <laughs> no traffic. I love this. this <laughs> no <great>. airplanes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Who would play you in the movie of your life? Julia Roberts. Good one. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then uh, complete the sentence for me. My soul tank is full when... Gosh, I'm lifting others up and inspiring them. Oh, so beautiful. So, so very true. And then the last question, but my favorite, (laughs) which is what does Moxie mean to you? Okay. So funny story. It used to be a marketing company (laughs) in our local market. Um, And I used to love the kind of stuff that they would like help and create. Um, but Moxie to me um, is, is just courageous um, and relentless pursuit of something, um, something that you're passionate about, especially when I think about your community. I mean, there's so many amazing people that are part of, you know, the woman up tribe and, and um, just so many people that are amazing through the awesome females tribe that we met through and, I think the one thing I could say about pretty much everybody is they're just absolutely passionate about something and they are relentless in the pursuit of that. I love that. Well, the words that we use around the fire community as synonyms are courageous, gracious, tenacious, and vivacious, Mm -hmm. which perfectly 
encapsulates what you just said. So I love that. We, you are definitely a soul sister, a fellow lioness yes. in our lioness pride. And I'm so, so, so thankful to you for joining me today, for sharing your heart, for inspiring our community to really lean in, to look at ways that they can connect what they're really passionate about in what they are doing for a career and that we don't all have to be entrepreneurs. We can be entrepreneurs and really, you know, leaving our slice of the galaxy brighter, sparklier, <laughs> more, more joyful. I mean, who doesn't want more, more sparkle and more joy in their world it, with focus, right? It's not, it's not ladies who lunch sparkles. It is ladies who focus with a a, a valiant purpose. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for sharing your heart. It's my pleasure. Uh, Any last words of wisdom you want to sprinkle on the lionesses? Gosh, um, I guess my last would be if there is a fabulous woman in your life, who's not already part of this tribe, invite them today. Oh, I love that. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're listening to the replay or the podcast, feel free to still leave comments. Uh, I will make sure that we get them to Dina. If you have any questions, we'll, we'll get all of her contact information in the show notes as well. So you can reach out to her, connect with her and really weave your red threads together. I would love, I would love for relationships to be sparked by our time together here. So everyone have a great rest of your day. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thank you for joining me today for a divine dose of truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie, and fire. Want more information on what we talked about today? You'll find the show notes and links over on my website, debratraben.com. Search the podcast title and voila! If you enjoyed the show today, please hit subscribe, click those stars to rate me, and leave a review. Oh, and don't keep the show a secret. Pretty please, share it with your friends too, okay? Lioness, I am praying you enjoy living your best life out loud, on purpose, and on your own terms. As always, keep your eyes open for moments you can engage, elevate, and empower your world.